Deadly Grounds Coffee knows how important your coffee is to you. Every batch is roasted to perfection with a unique special method that brings out the richest, deepest, smoothest flavor you'll ever find. We're coffee freaks too, and deadly serious about our brew. Just one sip and you'll know why we say, once you go deadly, you don't go back. It's truly coffee to die for. So when you're ready to get a little deadly, get online and order yours at getdeadly.com. It's coffee so good, it's scary. Welcome once again to another episode of the Retro Red Octopus Cephala Podcast, the only show that celebrates all the things that made growing up awesome. We are part of the Dorkening and Inebriart Podcast Networks, and as always, we are brought to you by Deadly Grounds Coffee, coffee to die for. I am your host, 8-Bit Alchemy, and with me as always are my backfiring cohorts, Parasite Steve. Driver picks the music, shotgun shuts his cake hole. That they do. Cake or pie, doesn't matter what kind of hole, you gotta shut it. And Nintendo 25. All I wanna do is a zoom, 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 and a vroom, vroom. Is that how it goes? That's how you go. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it doesn't matter what they say. Mm. So, Mm. yeah. Mm. That's all he wants to do. I think so. That's all, that's all I want to no? do, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Vroom, 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 boom, boom. Is it vroom, vroom, or boom, boom? I, I can never remember. I mean, it's, it's, I think it's, I think it's vroom, vroom now. Okay. It, yeah. I mean, it should be. Right. It should have right. been this whole time. I yeah. think so. It should be. It is. It is. It is. It is. <laughs> it is. <laughs> well, goddamn. I'm glad we got that settled. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So. This episode here uh, is going to be an episode talking about the wide world of wonderful vehicles that we have experienced in a host of various different media, different movies, shows, cartoons, what have you. Um, The vehicles are always the shit. They're cool. They're the thing that you they're one of the main things you remember. A lot of people, a lot of fans, a lot of hobbyists love to recreate them. They are iconic. They get our heroes from A to B, and it is a very important part of their livelihood, just like our cars are to us. So what better topic to do on an episode of this here podcast? So we are going to be... I mean, I can't think of anything right now. Yeah. Certainly not not off the cuff. Because if you you did, then I feel like we would have had to stop the episode and do that. I mean, I'm, I'm sure I would think of something like... Like in the middle of the night and be like, oh yeah, yeah. that that's why. Yeah. And then just go back to sleep. That always and, happens. And then, and then forget it. I know you're like, I always, oh, that would have been a better idea. Yeah. <laughs> I, always, I always hear you when you do that. <laughs> right. <laughs> you tell you project really when you sleep. Yeah. You kind yeah. of like telepath telepathic. Yeah, it's not because we share a bed, it's because you're just fucking loud. And yeah. that's coming from me. <laughs> <laughs> Who I am also loud fucking. I mean, fucking loud. <laughs> Both. But um. But um. Um. Either. <laughs> so yeah. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna talk about 
some of the live action vehicles that are near yes. and dear to us. We we each have chosen uh, two live action with a, a, a little slew of honorable mentions we'll throw in there. Uh, and then we'll go on a break. We'll do our Octoponder. As you know, we love to. And then we'll come back and talk cartoons and mm-hmm. the vehicles that we loved and some honorable mentions and just have a good freaking time with it. Folks. Yeah. Parasite Steve's got a beta segment for us later. There's all kinds of good stuff. So stay tuned. Stick around. Don't touch that dial. Uh, here we are. We're, we're going to do it. So let's do I, it. You'll, let's do you'll, it. You'll hear it all on UHF. We got it on. We got it UHF. 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 Mm. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Oh, the Weird Al pinball machine is way too expensive. It makes me so sad. I'm sorry. Uh, $11,000. What the fuck? Yeah. Uh, so we, we did just really quick. We, we are timing this episode so we don't get too long in the tooth, but. The, uh, uh, I forgot to hit start on that. Thanks. I, I, I did. <laughs> so we we did get to go to Pintastic uh, for we the did. second time. So we talked about that on the show, and you know it was it was another awesome awesome time. We had a great time, sure and was. we did get to try briefly the uh, very briefly. If you're Parasite Steve, um, oh my god, which happens to be seconds. you, by the way. Is, oh, well, that is me. Uh, we Believe it the, or not, he's Parasite Steve. <laughs> We tried out the Weird Al Yankovic pinball table. Uh, yep. There's a big line. It was pretty hard to get on. And uh, it was great. But the whole entire uh, the play field is a screen. It's like a big, giant tablet, basically. And everything animates. It's very interesting. It's very different. Um, but uh, I was also psyched to uh, play the, the new Ultraman pinball machine for the very first time. Um, but yes. yeah. Produced by Spooky. Yeah, never the heard name of that, that company. Never They're heard from of that Wisconsin. Company. Yeah, yeah interesting. But that was a really good time for sure. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, absolutely, it was. Yeah. Um, yeah. So while we're talking about pinball, let's segue perfectly and talk about vehicles. All right, uh, let's do it. Perfect. Flawless. Really nailed that one. Uh, so <laughs> I will start us off with a, a vehicle that is become near and dear to my heart and references a previous episode that we have done that is the ecto one also known yes. as the ecto mobile it, so- it sounds like the penguin from batman <laughs> that cartoon penguin yeah. I, yeah I think you're, i think you might be slipping into sewer urchin there you're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> no, the Ecto ones were like, <laughs> this is this is podcasting gold, right? Here. Yeah, you guys yes, signed up for this. I don't know what your problem is. Uh, so the Ecto one, uh, uh, as it is affectionately called, is a uh, it is just an icon. I mean, who yes. doesn't know it? You know, it's it's a 1959 Cadillac Miller Meteor Sentinel limo style end loader combination car which was used in the 1984 film ghostbusters and ghostbusters 2 and uh it did make an appearance in in the answer the call film in 2016 i don't know if it was the exact same one i believe it is uh and then uh you know the ecto one was just coveted as a toy i mean that that thing was so cool to be able to to have that and 
you know, if you're you're into Ghostbusters and all that kind of stuff, who didn't want that as as part of their toy collection? And that's kind of, I think, another thing that makes the vehicles so special for these is that they were so often like the epitome of a toy collection. When you were a fan of something, it's like, I need the vehicle. I need yes. the thing mm, that they drive. Yes. Like, that's so important. Totally. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, it's mm. like, it just makes it feel extra special and, and really significant. A uh, couple of fun little facts. In the first Ghostbusters movie, uh, Stance play, pays $4,800 for it, which is the equivalent to about 12000 uh in today's money, and claims that it needs a plethora of repairs. Imagine paying $4,800 for, like, a... The Ecto one, like yeah, look, right. look at that goddamn. That's thing. like nothing now. I mean, it was it was a it was a big piece of shit when he got <laughs> a, it though. Oh, that's oh, it yeah. was a big piece of shit when he got it. it. I know, it but bad. it's such a such a huge goddamn. I mean, car. it's it's cherry now. Oh yeah, no, it's huge. Well, he bought it. It was just like a it was a rundown old hearse, right? That was the deal. I mean, that's kind of what they 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 called it. You know, that's kind of what they they were joking around that it was. Um, but it was it's it not was, really a hearse right it's a cadillac miller meteor um i don't know uh, they hmm. they are big they were they were it is huge you know meteor That's what was he said used mm. for limousines mm. and and ambulances and stuff like that um but you know they obviously tricked it out and, and did some extra detailing on oh there. yeah but i mean the ecto one is just amazing it's it's it's, it's it, awesome absolutely we just like up front we did dodge a couple like obvious cars um, yes but, the, but this, this episode, was right and this one just couldn't be dodged obviously we couldn't talk about the delorean we just did our back to the future episode right. with our buddy lake and uh you know this one i'm glad you picked somebody had to do yeah and i thought it would be a fun call back to our ghostbusters episode which, which was you a while heard ago. it yeah it was quite a while ago um two yeah. years ago and you know go go check that ghostbusters episode yeah. out if you haven't uh it's a it's a fun one and uh and yeah so i mean this one couldn't be it couldn't be ignored uh mm. just have to have to talk about the act of one it's amazing i want to turn uh we have a we have a golf cart in progress uh at our camper that i would like to someday trick out in a way that resembles the ecto one maybe That'd get the awesome. ecto one horn it would be, be awesome. so annoying i could probably never actually honk it but <laughs> the siren, yeah, yeah the siren. Uh, but it would be really fun but anyway uh that that's my first pick needs nice. no introduction yeah. needs no introduction okay. i will pass it over to uh mr nintendo what's your so, from you sir okay okay so uh so my pick would be uh uh, not so obvious one. Uh, I'm going to go with the USS Defiant from Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Nice. This thing is a monster. Or um, it's a monster, yo. Um, so what? What I love love about this vehicle. I mean, it looks really cool. For one thing, it um, looks like a disc launcher. You remember yes. those toys that would yes. shoot discs? Totally. Yes. It looks like a giant disc. It does launcher. look like a di- giant disc, but I think it was cool. Um, and it's yeah. super, it's, it's a super powerful warship. Even though it doesn't look very big, mm-hmm. but it is very fucking powerful. And it didn't make it made its first appearance in season three because the story was, was getting like fucking insane like shit was gonna go down and there's just a space station they can't avoid anything right 
so yeah. okay so we need so unique unique right it's not going out and exploring it's like no we just stay here mm-hmm. right we just stay here the whole time come to us. And, and 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 you would think this show wouldn't work out because of that it's like oh a station who gives a fuck it's like we we want action right and there's you plenty know? Of, you know plenty of controversy like a lot of people don't you know say that they're not huge fans of deep space nine but it's cool because it's so different right and oddly enough after so many years of saying uh the next generation is like my favorite out of all the series deep space nine topped it because you're, you're convert, yeah it's yeah. because it's not episodic at all it's like it's a saga like the entire mm. series is a saga right and there's no no nice. bullshit episodes it's all mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. I highly, I highly recommend it. If you guys haven't given it a chance, give it a chance. It's awesome. Even though I do like um, the bullshit episodes, but that is pretty cool. Yes, but I do enjoy Even the, the hollow deck episodes of you know, like them just being like, oh yes, we're gonna do like a Sherlock Holmes episode because sure. <laughs> oh, that 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 the Sherlock Holmes that was uh. Uh, TNG, yeah. right? That's what I mean. Like you said, okay, this yeah. show didn't have any of that, so I like. Oh, yeah, right? Yes, show. yes, yeah. You're, you are correct. You are correct. <laughs> so, yeah. So this warship is super powerful. Um, it has a main impulse. It has uh, cryo storage. It has torpedo probe launchers, a warp core, all this sick shit. It's fucking awesome. I I fucking love it. it kicks so much ass. Um, yeah. That's nice. basically my, my pick. I mean, it's honestly not too much to talk about with a ship, but it's fucking awesome and it's sick. And you guys, yeah. should, it's yeah. fucking cool. Nice. Watch fucking some, cool. watch nice. some Deep Space Nine. Yeah, especially yeah. season three. Season three. Yeah, was- I mean, we could we could do a whole uh, if we end up liking this episode and you you guys like it, you know, in the listening world, we could do a, a similar thing just with spaceships. Really, I mean, that you could literally. Just oh, there's do so many entire yeah. episode on that. Yeah, right. um, but we, you know, eight yeah. bit just defined it as vehicles so we have cars we have planes we have spaceships anything goes in this episode right right Right. keep it loosey-goosey keep it fun fresh and fruity that's Um, why i don't wear pants every time so parasite steve let's hear your first pick sure thing my friend um hi oh her Oh, oh yeah. yeah. So um I had a lot of fun with this. Um actually this was a really, really fun episode and it really oh it's hard to just narrow it down. Um I know. And we got four picks and it's like still is it's tough. So um I'm going to pick a a recent show um that has a the car is one of the characters, and I really think that that is kind of like a good way of i have a quote i'm going to start with and i think that that is um that's it well so that's in the quote but it's a good way of saying what we're talking about it's like it's not just an iconic vehicle it's like the vehicle feels like one of the characters so when you get like we're talking about the toy when you get the toy of the echo ecto one it 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 does feel like a character it's different Mm -hmm. than if they were to come out with a side vehicle that was not in the show and or not in the movie and they just you know are trying to get more money out of you because all toy lines did that too yep and but when it's like the hero vehicle the vehicle it's just different and i think it i think that's why certain characters certain vehicles and like you know certain some we'll talk about tonight some we won't um and uh so, uh, some we, we do do we want to do you want to mention the idea for the crow's nest that we had 
Oh yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a that's a good point. Uh, so, like like Paris had mentioned before, there were some cars that were too obvious that we dodged and, and stuff like that that we didn't want to mention or whatever. <laughs> like shit, like like a, like a <laughs> It is too it is too penguin laugh. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who know what we're doing, good. For those of you who don't, stay confused. Uh, So uh, one of the cars that we kind of dodged was the Batmobile because, I mean, it's the Batmobile, right? I I honestly wanted to pick it as one of my four, but we had an idea that we kind of wanted to do a a separate episode and do a crow's nest and, and just talk about the Batmobile through the ages because that vehicle has changed dramatically dramatically yes. so many times when you see the batmobile it's like oh okay that's cool but that's not the batmobile right. i picture you know some right. people picture the classic one some people are about the tim burton one and there's all different ones you know across the spectrum yep. so we figured yeah. we would just do that separately yeah offload that from this here episode not tempt us to go over the three hour mark right. and uh <laughs> and just you know do it separately so yeah, yeah we'd, really, we'd like to record that it really yeah. is the the vehicle it is i mean whether or not batman's your favorite and he's not my favorite by any stretch of the imagination that is the vehicle that is the geeky like fictional vehicle the greatest of all time because like you said there's just a million versions of it so yeah uh it's just been done more than anything else but my so we'll do that that'll be fun i'm looking forward to the batmobile episode um, but for my first pick, I pick the Impala from Supernatural, the uh, recent American TV Great. series, which just wrapped up about a year ago, uh, mm-hmm. ran for 15 freaking seasons. And Crazy. My, wife, my wife and God. I watched every single episode as it aired from from day one. We were looking forward to this um, and it never thought that this show is going to going to keep going. I remember being worried all throughout season one that they were definitely not going to get a season two because these kind of shows just never do. And then when, when it got season two, I was like the whole season, I was, I was nervous for season three. And then literally it went for 15 freaking years. It's just absolutely insane. That's insane. Yeah. So nice. Uh, one of the, one of my favorite shows of all time by far. Yeah. My, mine too. So, so good. So if you know anything about supernatural, it's about two brothers, uh, Sam and Dean Winchester, and they are uh, basically just what they call hunters. They just sort of, you know, go after, monsters and you know ghosts and witches and vampires and just all sorts of stuff that goes bump and um they kill them and um the 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 show is a road show so it really takes place everywhere across the united states and uh it's a big part of it is the car um they're in the car for decent amount a decent chunk of every single episode of that show um, so the, the car is just kind of called the Impala, uh, because it's a black 1967 Chevrolet Impala. Uh, it is also affectionately known by the fans, uh, early on in the series run, the fans dubbed it the metallic car because heavy rock music is a, a big part of the show as well. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it was kind of called that, but it was never called that on screen. Uh, one of the, one of the brothers, Dean just kind of calls it baby. And uh, that's that's sort of become the more uh, accepted name for it. But I, I kind of like just like the Impala. The Impala. Yeah, um, right, right. But I have a, a quote here from the series creator, Eric Kripke, who is now doing The Boys, which is pretty much my favorite show 
right now. So I don't know. This guy's just got my freaking number. But um, he says, whether it was Knight Rider or Magnum P.I. or the Dukes of Hazard, all of these shows always had a character that was a car. And I always really responded to that. So he was clearly, you know, went out of his way to try to do that. Um, just some uh, quick things about the Impala. It, um, the thing that always gets me is uh, the sound effects that they add, which is, you know, called Foley. There are yep. actual mm-hmm. artists that are doing these sound effects. To make right. They're not recording like the car. Yeah. Right. Yep. And uh, the, the thing I, I noticed it from season one all the way to season 15. I swear every time it happened, I would, I appreciated it, which is the sound effect that they added for the doors when they, when they open and when they close, they sound so heavy <laughs> and they just squeeze. Yeah. They yeah. whine on their, on their, axis and they just slam shut and it just it just there is something about it i love it so much i appreciate that sound every single time and i read today that um way back in season one they picked the sound effects for the doors and each door has a different sound effect so like it's 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 not the left door does not sound like the right door i just think that was <laughs> so great and That's so hilarious. that they kept track of that and and i, I love it so much so uh, one of the coolest things about the car is what's in the trunk. Uh, open up the trunk. There's a uh, painted in white. There's a big uh, pentagram on the roof of the trunk, on the door of the trunk. You know, that's called a door. Isn't that weird? Like I looked it up today. The, I'm like, oh, the trunk door. Yeah, the trunk is, 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 is what is it? A lid? What it's is a hatch, it? Like, what is this? A lash? Hatch? Yeah, a hatch. It's, like, yeah. No, it's, it's a literally bulkhead. called the door. It's a trunk door. Weird. Okay. So all all cars are five, five Five door. Yeah. I don't know. I I don't know. But anyway, uh, painted on the underside. It's all rusted. Everything. Everything looks. You know. It looks old. You feel absolutely convinced that it's this old car. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it has the pentagram, which is on the show. It's a devil's trap. Um, a devil's trap. You can uh, basically paint anywhere, and if a possessed a person who's possessed by a demon, um meanders their way into this devil's trap uh they cannot get out um so basically you could because it's in the trunk as opposed to other people that you lock in the trunk who can definitely get out <laughs> well well you could paint one on the floor and if a, a, a person who was possessed was standing in it somehow or if one was underneath the, the floor and they didn't know you had painted it on the floor below or if it was above and they didn't see it if mm-hmm. they're any vertical space occupying the same vertical space as, as the devil's trap they're they're stuck and they can't get out until you destroy the trap or you exercise, exercise them. Uh, you know, Genocide. We, get, yeah. We fitness, you know, <laughs> like, like do some, we fit. Get that um, fitness board but, in there. Yeah. But uh, anyway, in the trunk, you could literally throw someone in the trunk and if it's a demon, they're stuck. So it's kind of fun uh, underneath that. Um, it has a false bottom, which has just an absolute shitload of weaponry, um and it's just it's just really became an iconic thing an iconic part of the show every time they pull up to go in somewhere to raid someplace it's like yep oh they're gonna be arguing they're gonna get out of the car you're gonna hear the the heavy doors squeak and slam and then squeak and slam then they're gonna go over to the trunk door and they're gonna open that and you're gonna get all the stuff and they're gonna be arguing and now they dive in there's all these weapons flying everywhere grenades and who knows what what they're gonna pick up this time and shotguns and knives and it's just fun so it became like just a, a big part of the show you know 
Um, right. Yeah. Yeah. Huge, so, yeah, huge I mean, character. I mean, yeah, so, uh, um, a major set and a set. Yes, piece it's a set well and a character. <clears throat> so many conversations. Point. That's a really right. good point. It really is a set as well. You're right because man, so much of the show does take place there. Uh, there's right. also uh, a season eleven episode that's called Baby that I would say is in my top five favorite episodes. Um, it's a it's a fantastic episode. It takes place from the car's perspective, so basically the camera is constantly kind of fixed in the car. A lot of it takes place in the back seat. So you're seeing the two guys from an angle you don't usually see them at. And uh, they're doing their, they're on the job. They're doing their job. And so much of the show takes place in the car anyway. But in this particular episode, we only see the parts that take place in the car. So there's gaps. And then you, then they're like, Oh, something big happened and they're freaking out and they're yelling at each other. And, and you're, you're, you're getting the missing information that way. And it's just such a high concept episode. I love it so much. Um, yeah. It's, it's probably my favorite, not funny episode. Not that it's not funny at all, but there are episodes of that show that are just pure comedy. And those always tend to be my favorites. Right. Um, and this this one's just different. I I just love that one. So season eleven, I don't know what number it is, but it's a, it's it's called <clears throat> Baby, and it's just a great great episode. Right. Another so. cool thing about it too is it's just a regular car. It doesn't have have any high tech gear. It right. just has that extra pouch in the trunk where yeah, where they keep all the weapons. It. That's it. That's it. Yep. It feels. It's real. just a it's just a badass you know yep. all black, cool intimidating looking car. Yeah. But it's not it's not like tricked out in any mm-hmm. exactly right yeah. which is sort of right. neat Very it's cool. just tricked out for hunting that's it and, oh uh, yeah and i i know that um there was like i don't know 10 or 11 different versions of the impala that they had when they were filming and they they had different ones for different purposes and there was one that had ac and that's the one that they were in the most you know for the the, the main shots where you're seeing them actually supposedly driving and different things had different reasons. If it, if it needed to ram something, then it, they would use a certain one. But uh, I know that um, uh, Jensen Ackles, the guy who played Dean um, did end up with the hero um, Impala. Like they gave it to him. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I mean, it, yeah. was, it is Dean's car. Um, yeah. Not, not Sam's, but um, it, right. That's the, I mean, come on. That's the coolest thing anybody's ever gotten from anyone. <laughs> right. Worked there for 15 years. Can I have the damn car? Like, seriously. I know, honestly. Like, right. Christ. That's anyway, that's a that's badass that. souvenir. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Great, great choice. Love that show. Never got to watch past season. I saw all of season five. I have a 10 seasons. That's actually, a, honestly, a great, it, it's a great place to stop. <laughs> One through five is like perfect. It it really right, was. I mean, it right. was it was phenomenal. Yeah. And then you know, different showrunners came on and stuff like that. Yeah, and it's you, not it, that I, it, it's it, not it's, that I got disinterested. I just never, I never got a chance to. Yeah. I mean, it's still good, it. but it's, it's not nearly good. as good as it the first never, five seasons. It, yeah, never ever recaptures mm-hmm. the magic of the first five seasons for sure. Yeah. Although I will say that I loved overall what the show did, and I loved who mm. the final big bad was, and I think it was handled very well. And I know not everybody's happy with the way it, that it ended, but. Uh, COVID was involved big time and people just yeah. gotta get over it. It's just a TV show. Um, yeah, exactly. No, I, I thought it was, was great, but anyway. Yeah. So what you got? Yep. Yeah. Oh, kicking it back to me. All right. Yeah. Let's do, let's go around Fast. this table. Let's go around this table for the second time. Yeah. Uh, so I am picking a vehicle that is a little bit of a joke, but I couldn't help it because <laughs> I think about this car 
a lot. And it's a huge thing that I love about this particular movie. Uh, and so I will start by telling you the vehicle is the 1977 Mercury Marquis Brohem. And uh, for those of you who are very astute, congratulations. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> no idea. For those of you who don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Stay I'm confused. Talking... Oh, right. Stay confused. <laughs> Nintendo, you're up. <laughs> the end. The end. Uh, so this is the vehicle from the 1989 John Hughes film Uncle Buck. Yes. That's correct. Uh, the John Candy yes. comedy masterwork. Uncle Buck and his jalopy, the beast, uh, <laughs> oh, is, no. is 1977 Mercury Marky Broham. And uh, this thing is just a huge piece of shit. And it's, <laughs> it's fantastic. It's fantastic. It's got the, it's got like just the floatiest suspension, this big old freaking backfire just you know craps out big black smoke and just you know ruins (laughs) people's explosion thing that oh it's so funny he just gets out of the car and (laughs) it's so good boom (laughs) massive (laughs) and how embarrassed everybody is when they have to drop when he drops them off anywhere right at school and stuff it's like oh my god oh god away please (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, so, I mean, the basic plot of Uncle Buck, for those of you who don't know, I will borrow this synopsis from uh, a blog on consumerguide.com. Uh, family emergency forces an upper middle class suburban couple to leave their three children in the care of the kids' irresponsible Uncle Buck, played by John Candy. Uncle Buck is an oafish, yet likable slacker who is unmarried and has no steady job. The producers found the perfect car for him in a clapped out 1977 Mercury Marky Broham. Uh, the movie is fantastic. I'm not mm-hmm. going to summarize the whole movie. Just please, honestly, watch it. If you, if you like it's... John Candy, if you are interested in 80s comedy, so uh, it's it's one of the movies that very young, uh, you know. Uh, oh, my God. What the fuck? I can't think of his oh, name. Macaulay Culkin. Macaulay Culkin. Jesus. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Very young Macaulay Culkin. Uh, and it is timeless. I yes. love this movie. Yep. It's got so many great one-liners, so many yep. great scenes, just genuine good comedy, yep. good fun. Yeah, it's been and... ages since I've seen that oh, movie. Oh, me too. I, I know. Watch it. I watch we should, it we should get together and watch it. Yeah, Agreed. I, I used to have agree, it on yeah. VHS in my, like, I mean, obviously we all had it in, on VHS. And then for some reason, it was one of the movies that made it into like my my shelf of movies in my childhood bedroom it was like mm-hmm. uncle buck was there oh, so weird. so i just i got reminded of it often and so i would that. often i would often just watch it mm-hmm. um I, I i did like that movie a lot but uh yeah it's it's you know i'm i'm such a big john candy fan and of all the celebrities who have passed on like for some reason i don't i never would have thought this but I don't know. I still miss John Candy so much. Mm, I know. I I, yes. I don't know exactly. And and I mean, I really thought that, <clears throat> like, I have my certain guys, and I like every. I like all old shit. Yeah, I like everything that's old. So like, you know, when Christopher Lee died, it was it was a big one. Uh, yeah. When Gene Wilder died, it was a big one. Then oh, yeah. you have the sad people who are way too young the chadwick bosemans mm-hmm. you know um yeah like people like that like there's like plenty of people that you know died too yes. soon and yeah, yeah. and that's john also Candy's sad, one of them. but for some reason john yeah. candy yes he was way too young but i don't know he really gets me and i i just this is my favorite movie of his easy and the yeah. car is 
absolutely one of my favorite parts. Oh mm-hmm. my god, without a doubt, it's, it's so damn funny. It, it really is. So is. And I, I mean, it's when, such when, a good solid gag that I've never seen before or since. And it's it's just it's gold. Yeah, love it. Yeah, I I was thinking about what vehicles to do, and I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, I, like this this right, because came... you think we're all going to pick cool ones. <laughs> Right. This is, it's like no it, and this did come my come to mind immediately and i was like oh I, I shouldn't do something that's like that sucks like i should do like yeah. cool cars and then i'm like but i love that i'm like yeah. i love it as part of this movie i i think yeah. it really is a Super huge fun. thing about it that i like so i was like screw it i want i want to talk about it um yeah. so yeah i mean that's that's the size of it you know check out uncle buck it's yeah. a great time awesome. yeah and uh well oh nintendo did you have something you wanted to say yeah uh i, I just looked up john candy's just, just because I have more of a curiosity, like, mm-hmm. just what, what, what year he died, whatever. He died in 94. Yeah, I know, he's only 40. It just did not seem like it was that long ago. Oh, so I, I remember yeah. so vividly hearing about it and just being so sad because at the yeah. time, I was a huge fan of Camp Candy. Yes, that was that was on, yeah. Absolutely. And, right. I do and when I found out that he died, I was like, wow. Like, yeah, it's only 43. I mean, I'm, I'm going to be turning 43 next, in a couple weeks. So Yeah. 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 Very surreal. Crazy. Very, very surreal. Crazy, All right, Nintendo, why don't you tell yes. us the the next choice of your the next words. choice? Well, the next. Okay, so I got you know because you know I gotta be different, right? So I gotta pick another plane, <laughs> cool. no, another plane, not a, not cool. a car, a plane. Nice. No I like it. It's, it's about vehicles, vehicles, not cars. So you yeah, are vehicles, in. Yeah. That's right. In the red. Anything I goes. Mean, in anything green. goes. In the green. In, it's in the green. It's in the green. Yeah. So this is uh, well, the, the vehicle I'm going to talk about is called uh, the Raptor from Battlestar Galactica. Nice. And uh, there's there's many different versions of it, but I'm just going to concentrate on one. Uh, this is the the modern Raptor, and it's very heavy duty. It's very bulked up. Um, it's not very swift, like as far as like um, maneuverability, um, because you no, know, it, it carries so much ammunition is for it's for battle so it has like these two huge rocket launchers that that holds like 12 per uh launcher and it has like like heavy machine guns like underneath the wing and and freaking lasers and all that shit it's just (laughs) so fucking awesome it's not very it's not it's not a big ship it's just think of it as like a like a fighter jet but it's okay. very bulky and it's not very quick. Oh, so it's, it's single it, single person. It's a it's a it's a double person. Okay. It's a, it's, a, it's two people in a cockpit, but it can carry, uh, like, uh, mil- It can carry people in the back, like mi- military people. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's it's short range. Uh, it has sublight engine uh, engines. Uh, it can carry up to five to ten passengers. Um. Rocket pods, missile bases, uh, electronic uh, countermeasures, decoy, uh, decoy drones, all this fucking fancy shit just to like murder robots. It's <laughs> robots fucking, need a good amount of murder. It's fucking awesome. And this is from it's this this one is not from the old Battlestar Galactica. This is like the the reboot yeah. from like uh, the early 2010s. Yes. Um, I fucking love that show. I really did. I mean, James I like off Edward James Olmos one. Yeah, yeah. Like some, some of the, the original cast came back for, for the reboot, which I thought was really cool. Um, you had uh, oh, who else was in it? Fuck, name escaped me. Um, 
Oh, fuck. Well, anyways, it's not that important. Because um, <laughs> I'll be here all night thinking about it. I'll just wake up in the middle, middle of the night like, oh, yeah, it's that present. Too late. And Steve's oh. going to hear you. <laughs> right, Steve's going to hear me. <laughs> he's like like 10, 10 towns away from me. He's going to hear me from all the way over there. Um, yeah, so this thing is fucking awesome. I fucking love it. Right. Um, yeah. Like I have I said, never seen any version of Battlestar Galactica. It's I actually really either. Cool. Yeah. It's actually I I really like it. it. It's it's a it's a drama show, mm-hmm. but I don't know I I like it. I mean, Star Trek is, is a drama show. Yeah, see that's why I like it. Yeah, I like maybe drama. yeah, that's I like your sci-fi brand. Sci-fi drama. Fun. That's like my yeah. thing. Yeah, you like the human drama. It's yes, just with the sci-fi rapper. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, with fucking murdering robots. Yeah, yeah, sure. It's not like there's no action. <laughs> I mean, obviously. Oh yeah, there's plenty of action. There's yeah, also like this... a lot of political shit too. Right. But right. Uh, yeah. It does look really awesome. It's really yeah. cool looking. The Raptor. It, it does. Yeah. yeah, very cool. Yeah. Nice. nice. Awesome, nice, dude. Nice, nice. All right. Uh Parasite Svensson. Okay. So Talk before I me. do my uh my second pick, I have a couple uh actually six honorable mentions. I'm gonna just rattle off super fast. Uh rattle, rattle, rattle. Because like I said, so many, so many, so many to choose from. All right, so we have the cherry red 1958 Plymouth Fury from Christine. We have oh, the yeah. 1963 Volkswagen Beetle Model 117 Deluxe Sunroof Sedan from Herbie the Lovebug. <laughs> we have <Yep>. the modified <laughs> Bell 222 helicopter from Airwolf. I mean, come on. Yeah, that that was gonna be that was gonna be one of my picks too, but I'm glad I'm glad yeah. you, you're bringing Sick. it up. It's yeah. so cool. Yep. Uh, mentioned this show a couple weeks ago, a couple episodes ago. We have the A Team van. I had to, I had to give that one a shout out. Yes. Um, yes. Honestly, one of my favorite, low key favorite uh, uh, sci fi shows <clears throat> uh, is Red Dwarf. I really like Red Dwarf. <laughs> I mean, it's nice. silly, but uh, yeah, I love. It. So Red Dwarf itself is a a movable thing, but it's it feels more like the Deep Space Nine. It is a, a mining like ship. Um, yeah. But just like with Deep Space Nine and they had the Defiant, um, this this show had the Starbug. And the Starbug is this cute little green little shuttlecraft and it has little like, legs and it kind of just looks like the game Cootie. You know, the, the game Cootie <laughs> with the little bugs you put the little features on. Yes. It kind of just looks like that um, without a face. And anyway, the Starbug is like, I just, I, I, I like adore it. I love the Starbug. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at it right now. Finally, <laughs> final honorable mention. Um <clears throat> Whatever in the hell Chitty Chitty Bang Bang was. Oh, Kapow. right. All chitty right. Chitty Bang Bang. God damn. Whatever we the love hell that, uh, yeah. So, okay. So my final pick for real is the classic from Evil Dead. And nice. every oh single my God. damn Sam Raimi movie that there is pretty much has this. Yes. Thing. Hell uh, it's insane. This this is such a fun part about being a Sam Raimi fan. You're always looking for the classic. And uh, it is a yellow 1973 Oldsmobile Delta 88. It is also affectionately known as the Delta or just the Oldsmobile. The name, the classic actually comes from Sam himself. He literally just called it that. It was his mom's car. And uh, Bruce Campbell wrote in his first book, If Chins Could Kill, he wrote that the, quote, classic is the same car that Raimi's mom would use to drop us off at the theater to watch movies in high school. Adding in numerous interviews, it's only so important to Raimi because he lost his virginity in it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my Um, God. Awesome. 
Yeah, so so some uh, select appearances <laughs> for the the classic. Uh, Evil Dead 1, 2, well, Evil Dead 1, Evil Dead 2, Army of Darkness, and the show Ash versus Evil Dead, which was amazing. Yep. Uh, it just, it, it is Ash's car, and it makes absolutely no sense whatsoever that he would have been able to get it back out of medieval Ash's times. Ash's fun night. <laughs> <laughs> <Right. laughs> yeah. Uh, it's it is a it is it is a nightmare for Ash. So it maybe his Vaughn nightmare. I'm it not might sure. Be his Vaughn nightmare. Um, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> no. So it's just Ash's car. Uh, another great role for it in the in Raimi's original Spider-Man trilogy. It does it. It is Uncle Ben's car. So it's mostly in the first one. Uh, so when Uncle Ben is going to pick up Peter from the wrestling match and he gets shot, like he's he's in the Delta. And uh, it is it is seen in the other movies. Uh, it's in the garage in Spider-Man Two. He Sam always makes sure that it's in there somewhere. You might not see it as obviously as in those two cases. Sometimes it's just parked on the street, but he he puts it in there somewhere. Um, I also heard that uh, in the Quick and the Dead, which is his western that he did with Sharon Stone and Gene Hackman and uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and stuff. It's, it's a cool movie. Uh, supposedly it's said that he had it in one of the barns. You can't see it. It's not actually on screen, but supposedly he had it there in one of the barns. Oh, okay. It's like, it's like, Sam, is this maybe not worth the cost of getting it here? Sam, this time, just one time, <laughs> Sam. Uh, it also appears in uh, some other movies of his. That it's just kind of on the street or it's being driven by a random character in Crime Wave, 1985, Dark Man, 1990, A Simple Plan, 1998, The Gift, 2000, Drag Me to Hell, 2009, and most recently, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. It actually appears in the scene when uh, Doctor Strange and uh, America Chavez go to the uh, the world that has been destroyed. It's kind of a world that is... Uh, what's left after an incursion if you have seen the movie uh and there's just sort of this stuff just floating around and there is a very clear very obvious car that they go past and it really is it's floating in the air and it goes right past the screen it's very very prominent and i didn't even notice it i remember the car and it just wasn't in my brain yeah to be paying attention for the classic for i, some I remember reason. she almost got hit in the head with it when she was walking yeah. past it. so that's that was that was the classic so damn um uh really also i just have to mention my favorite version of it is the way it appears like in the end of army of darkness because what happens is uh ash goes back in time and then he's you know he he like just soups it up he does like an a-team sort of uh you know a, a, a vehicle construction scene and uh it's just it's just absolutely awesome and i never knew this but at that point that car is actually canon- canonically called the death coaster <laughs> that's a great name the death, death coaster navigate. it's like so good um so with the assistance of the local blacksmith because that's all it would take he converts the delta into a steam-powered death coaster uh it's outfitted with a large spinning blade, which just looks like a helicopter blade. It's like, where did you even get this? Uh, coming right out of the hood, a large plow attached to the grill that kind of just looks like a humongous like drill, but it's not a drill. It doesn't spin. It's just it's just a plow, but it's like this pointed long thing. Um, and several wooden spikes attached to the left and right sides by the doors. Um, uh, finally, I will say this. Um, there's a scene where Ash is, he opens up the trunk and he's just kind of looking through the, through the stuff he's got there. This is the contents of the trunk. Here you go. Lots of rope, a gasoline tank, two liter bottle of Coca-Cola, 
a red toolbox chemistry 101 by bernard garnell which is the only item i think he uses a handsaw steam power which i guess is uh, another book a fangoria magazine shotgun nice. shells and dark horse presents fifth anniversary fifth anniversary special and all of those <laughs> things all of them just happened to already be in the trunk <laughs> i knew you were going to say that <laughs> that was literally just, just the shit that was literally in the car. it was just the shit in Rami's trunk and he just was like yeah no that's good hilarious <laughs> That That's is that is awesome. my uh, my presentation of the classic. Nice. Yeah, Bruce nice. actually talks quite a bit about the car in that first book. If Shins could kill, I've read all of his books and they're all great, but um, very funny, very very funny. I can, can, can I can I just mention my my honorable mention real quick? Yes, it's just that, yes, that I was actually going to ask because I, I forgot to do mine. Yeah. Um. So my my honorable mention would have to be. Uh, Hawk Starfighter from Buck Rogers. Oh, nice. Um, I loved Hawk. He was my favorite. Yeah, he wicked cool. Um, his his jet look literally looks like a fucking hawk. It's so awesome. Even for like a, a 70s show. Right. Oh my god. The thing is so fucking cool. It's like I want one. Mm-hmm. I totally fucking want one. This is the it, show that I just was recently saying to 8-Bit that I, I just really want to. Oh no, I was talking. I no, I was talking about it with, with my wife. That's right. That I'd really like to go through this. I I, I oh, yeah. watched it when I was a kid, and I loved it as a kid. And I would love to like see it, see the whole thing again, just to see if it holds up at all. Or it's probably super cheesy, but I don't know. I'd like. To oh, see I'm sure it. it is. Yeah, I'm sure it, it might be fun though. It's a it's a great starfighter. It really is. Yeah, yeah for sure. It it like I mean, looking at it now, it reminds me of Silverhawks. Yes, it does. It really does. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah, and honestly, Buck Rogers Starfighter is awesome too. Yeah, it's really cool. Definitely, it kind of looks a little bit like the Snowspeeder from Star Wars, but it's just kind of pointier. Yeah, um, yeah, similar. Uh, very cool. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, I just, yeah. I just feel like Buck Rogers doesn't get that much love. That is so true. So I'm so I just wanted to like at least mention this. Yeah. No, cool. I'm glad you did right. because yeah, you're 100 right on that. Uh, as far as uh, an honorable mention for me before we close out this half of the episode, uh, like we had you know alluded to, I was very tempted to mention the DeLorean, very tempted to mention the Batmobile. Uh, you know, there, there's so many choices that would have been really cool. Um, or like I'm Kit, gonna, I, 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 Kit. right? Kit from Knight Rider. You know, that's just not a show I personally ever watched, but obviously very iconic. Yeah, um, always in the I conversation will... for sure. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna just say uh, honorable mention is uh, the A wing from Star Wars because oh. I always thought the A wing was kind of cool to be yeah, honest, mm-hmm. and uh, it just never really gets any love, and so I want to give it some love. So there you go, A wing. We're talking I, Star. Love. I just want to do a Starships episode now because yeah, this is I do, fun. I do, yeah. too. I do too. <laughs> you know, it's funny just um, on Star Wars because none of us picked Star Wars stuff. Um, the I always felt that about the B wing. I felt like the B wing was the weirdest, like least. It reminds me of Slave One in a way. It's like a weird, like bizarre orientation of the ship. Yeah, kinda. It looks like a sword. It looks like a sword with the blade pointed down. Yeah, it's very strange. But it can also fly sideways. So if the sword's pointed down, the sword could also be pointed to the side. And it's just the weirdest of all ships. I think of anything. I Mm -hmm. I've never felt any and slave one is in that conversation for weirdest ships too i love yep. slave one but like absolutely bizarre like what were you thinking designing this it's just so i weird. know but the b-wing gets a very 
awesome introduction in Star Wars Rebels in season, I think it was season nice. two. And they, they make a big deal out of um, finding this, uh, this, this engineer. And he um, has been working on this top secret um, design that's, that's out there. It's weird. And the rebels are trying to like get any vehicles that they can. And so they're like, look, if we can get this guy's, you know, top secret thing or whatever. Anyway, at the end of it all, it's revealed that it's a B-Wing. It's the very first mm. B-Wing. That's and I was just cool. like, oh, man. And, and my wife is like pretty into Star Wars ships, too. Because she always she always played like the X Wing games like when she was mm-hmm. a teenager. Yep. So yeah. she's really familiar with a, a lot of different ships, and so it was really super fun because we both got to like geek super out geek out the fact that it was a B wing, and I I I I just couldn't believe it. I, you know that nice. was so that was so fun. Um, but Sweet. anyway. Yeah, nice. Thanks for mentioning that. That's wicked cool. I I want to get around to Rebels. I'm going through Clone Wars now. But anyway, that's uh, that's that's neither here nor there. That's that's for another. We're doing good for time though, guys. Yeah, we're doing we're doing great, guys. We're half uh, we're through the first uh, half of the episode. So we we are indeed. so so you know that was that was the first half and uh we're we're just about to take our short break as you know we love to do uh but before we do we have something for you to ponder oh weird weird right i know i bet none of you saw that coming huh uh so the (laughs) octa ponder this question for the week uh you can think about it and then we'll go on a short break it is if you could trick out any car to make your own iconic vehicle, what year, make, and model are you going with, and what are you having done to it? So I'm envisioning you have pick of whatever car and mm-hmm. do whatever you want, customize it, color it, paint it, decals, whatever the hell's going on. You know, go go ape shit, put put fins on it. I don't know, <laughs> just do something original. Um, so think about that. We're going to go on a short break, and we'll talk about it when we get back. Hey, what's going on? I'm Steven. And I'm Ron. And we're the hosts of the Super Retro Throwback Reviews audio podcast. If you like to hear the latest pop culture news with some smart-ass commentary as well as the latest movie reviews, then check us out. Also, we're a multi-award-nominated podcast, so we're doing something right. God knows how that happened. So check us out on all major podcasts and distributors, and check out Super Retro Throwback Reviews on all social media platforms. Patsy, the angry nerd, lover of science and sharks. And I'm Ashes Von Nightmare, the real housewife of Transylvania and mistress of Merlot. And, and we're, we're the hosts of the Throwdown Thursday, Thursday podcast. podcast, part of the Some Buddies and Grand Guignol Networks. Join us each and every Thursday as we break down all the characters you love and love to hate. That's right. We cover characters from movies, television, books, video games, and even real historical figures. Plus, we discuss science. And wine. Like, so much wine. Like, all the wine. We also pit random characters against each other in free-for-all contests voted on by you, the listener, and reveal the results the following week. Did I mention the wine? Like, there's a lot of wine. So join us on our journey through pop culture on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. And we will will see you you next Thursday. This is Larry Blamire, the director of Lost Skeleton of Cadavra, and you are listening to Retro Reductopus. Oh, yeah. Hey, are you ready to do some bacon? 
It's about that time where we ask you, the audience, to Octo Ponder This. All right, welcome back aboard. Those were some advertisements, weren't they? Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Yes, please, please consume. Please, yes. please okay. don't. I sleep now. Uh, yes. So while you're consuming and breeding and all of that, I also hope that you are thinking about, you know, as, as a person under this uh, question, you know, I, I can't breed underwater. You can't breed underwater. Fish well, you should try harder. You should, you should try harder. <laughs> uh, I think you can do it. I have faith. I mean, I can breathe underwater in my dreams. No breed. Oh, breed. Oh, I can what do that in my dreams too. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying you should try harder. Yeah, yeah, right. I can do all the above my dreams. Well, whether you can breed under or above water or not, Mm -hmm. uh, I hope you were thinking about the octopod of this question. Mm. If you could trick out any car to make your own iconic vehicle, what year, make, and model are you going with, and what are you having done to it? So uh, I am going to actually pass the torch first. Oh, my Um, God. What the fucking hell are you doing? Yeah, I'm going to fuck it all to shit. All right. Parasite Steve, do you have an idea? Sure. Yes. So I'm going to have a blue 1973 Chevy Vega with yellow racing stripe down the center of that thing. My modifications are uh, I'm really just going to lean into the Vega theme here. So I'm going to paint a big rad looking Vega mask from Street Fighter on the hood. (laughs) And then I'm going to install some claws in the front, you know, so I can stab, you know, annoying drivers and people I just don't like. And uh, <laughs> lastly, I'll, I'll replace the horn. I got to get a custom horn. So when I slam on it, I'm really mad. I slam on that thing and it goes, <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. Wow. That is quite a vision. I am <laughs> into it. I want to see that. What can I say, but you're welcome. What can I say, except you're welcome. <laughs> All right, cool. Cool beans. Uh, Nintendo, what about you, sir? Okay, well, uh, the, the the vehicle that I have chosen isn't really iconic in any way, but it was kind of, it's kind of iconic to me because mm-hmm. my partner, it was the first car uh, that I can... Uh, not relate, but I, I kind of like I think about my partner uh, because when I first met him, this is the this is the car that he had. So for me, this, this, this is iconic. Yeah. Nice. Anyways, uh, yeah, so yeah, you're making yeah. it iconic. For I'm you, making it iconic for myself. Yeah. So the car I'm going with is a 2000 Mitsubishi Eclipse. Nice. Oh, I don't know if yeah. you, okay. do you guys remember that one. I yes, can totally I picture. Yep. yep. Yeah. Um, so he had it modified for for racing. Yeah, and I just thought that was really cool at the time, and uh, I did too. I was like, was so yeah, fast. yeah, and uh, so basically, I would add a turbo to it okay. so that you know it you know rides better, um, and I would put a uh, on the the hood the hood I would put the overkill logo on it because it's so metal, right? <laughs> it is Fuck so yeah, it is very, very, very fucking metal. And then, yeah. then on the, on the sides, on the sides, uh-huh. um, uh, let's see what kind of decals, uh, maybe like, like, uh, like fire, 
Fire, yeah, fire is cool, right? Fire, so 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 I'm gonna add fire to it, right? (laughs) Might as well. Oh my god, what the fuck, right? It's my fucking car, so I'm gonna do what the fuck I want, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna like like replace the the spoiler, which is that 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 wing in the back. Don't spoil it. Don't spoil it. I'm I'm gonna like I'm gonna take no spoilers. No spoilers. No spoilers. I'm gonna I'm gonna take that shit off. Oh right. Throw it out. I'm gonna take that shit off. I'm gonna put a fucking rocket back there. Oh my god. Just so like, it's even fucking faster, dude. Is it functional or is it just on? Oh, it's gonna be fucking functional, dude. You're gonna be what? fucking flying down that shit. Oh my god! <laughs> you can activate rocket. Yes, activate rocket. And when Your you activate, when you, and then and then when you then when you activate rocket, the wheels they go inward, so it kind of acts like a little hover. And then you can get the fuck out of there. Just you fucking nice. fly the fuck out of there, dude. Just, God. just like then you See get ya. out of there. But, yep. yep. I mean, I said, I said, you know, add a turbo so that it drives better. But you know, you gotta add that fucking rocket too, dude. You need, you you do need it. that rocket. You need the rocket because you no, know, what? Yeah. Like, like, what if you had to get away from the cops? Yeah. You need right. the fucking rocket. What if you were like right. a, 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 like a, like a criminal? What if you're a criminal? Right. right. What, what if you're like, like did, doing crook stuff? Exactly. You oh need the fucking rocket. Oh my god, yeah. Joseph, are you a criminal? Criminal. <laughs> <laughs> are you a are you some sort of a criminal that I just don't understand? Are you some sort of criminal? <laughs> are you the criminals on the beach who hate everything? <laughs> everything. <laughs> oh, criminals. <laughs> Sounds like get out of here. Get out of here with your get the fuck out of here. Just give me the fucking rock because we're good. We're good. Okay. Give me my rocket. All right, that sounds uh, that sounds insane. Yeah, yeah, dude. I think you that just that, that was uh, honestly, honestly, I didn't know what to do with it until like just now. Mm-hmm. Literally, you just figured. I out. knew what car I wanted, but I didn't know what I was going to do to it, so I just went with it. Oh, you made it so no, and I think I made it fucking badass. Oh, yeah. I think you did. I, I, think, I think you, you did, did too. Yeah. I mean, we're both gonna just agree with you no matter what. But yeah, yeah. I agree. I mean, oh, oh, and also, <laughs> I, I want to uh, change the horn. Mm-hmm. So, like, when it's in rocket mode, you hit the horn and it says, fucking move! Just like, no, because because in Massachusetts, people are fucking massholes. They like like to drive slow if they're in front of you, but if they're behind you, they want to fucking get right up on your goddamn ass. Joe, you you are a masshole. What do you mean? I know! That's why I want the fucking rockets. That's why I want the people to move. I want people to fucking move. I just want to get to my destination. I just want you to say we are fucking assholes. Just like... We would like to I mean, we all are, really. We're all massholes on the inside. True. I I just want that. I want that rocket and I want that fucking horn. This is fucking move. I like it. That's it. Perfect. Perfect car. Shit, well, that's a tough act to follow. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you that right now. Uh, but I uh, I was thinking about a vehicle, and I'll be honest. I will take you on this journey with me. I'm okay. I'm not a gearhead. So the fact that this episode came from my brain is weird for, for you know, just full disclosure. Uh, but, yeah, so I kind of started thinking about, all right, well, what are some of the cool cars that were around in the year that I was born? 1991. Hi, I'm a baby. Hi. Uh, so <laughs> I was looking around and I really love the look of the 1991 Chevy Camaro. It's very, very cool. Very iconic has those square set in headlights. And I just, I love the look of this thing. It really is awesome. And I love the taillights on on it as well. So I'm going to go with a 1991 Chevy Camaro. uh, And then I'm going to combine two of my favorite cars for uh, favorite colors for 
cars of this nature of like the sport kind of car vibe uh and just two of my favorite colors in general but i want the front half of the car to be a really rich deep metallic purple and i want the back half of the car to be a super Rockets. metallic intense uh-huh. yeah just giant rocket uh, <laughs> uh uh metallic orange uh i love the combination of purple and orange especially in sports cars it looks sick uh and i don't know i guess the way that i would design the two colors to like blend together it wouldn't be like a smooth transition the purple in the front would just kind of like you know end maybe in uh in some kind of pattern that almost looked like uh like electricity or something like that that just kind of like tapered off and then the orange would start so you'd have that two-tone thing going on and uh and then i would make the uh if it needs weapons then it can have them uh what i what i would do is i'm going to borrow a page from the little rascals uh because in the (laughs) go-kart race the asshole kids butch and and wine wine Butch and Woim had these like fucking spikes that stuck out of the wheels, and uh, and you could just like you know jam them into the other people's cars and just yeah. knock all their tires to hell. So those <laughs> yeah. seem really effective, and they just look cool. So shit, I'm gonna put like retractable ones of those there. There you go. Yeah, you know, activate them whenever you want. Uh, <laughs> and I think that it wouldn't have. I don't think it would have much of a spoiler beyond like what it just normally comes with stock. Uh, but I also think it would be sick if the wheel wells had the little bit of like extra, extra car body on top of it. So it gives it like that hooded uh, wheel kind of look where there's that just little bit of extra kind of coverage on there. I think that looks awesome. And yeah. Uh, oh, what would I name it? Shit. I did, we should have named these guys. Oh, I would have we no name. Mine. I don't know. I don't know. I can't go with the Mav Avenger. That's from Hey Arnold. But um, <laughs> anyway, I mean, it's uh, it's it's just kind of a work in progress. But yeah, that's my iconic car. Fuck it. I think it'll be cool. Nice. And and I I like the the ninety one Camaro. It's it's just mm-hmm. a cool looking car. Hell yeah, um, dude. I think nice. that's called the the Rose of Barcelona. Wait, you have to say it like you're Spanish. <laughs> so I I will get on my Ricardo Ricardo Motaba. It is the Rose or Barcelona. <laughs> so I feel like every time I've heard a Spanish person say Barcelona, they get they say Barcelona. Bar- well, Barcelona. that's because my my Spanish Barcelona. accent sucks. I don't have one. <laughs> I think Literally I think I think, I think we should have that's Antonio different. Banderas on the show just for him to say that. Oh, true, true. Ah, uh, mm. yes, the Rose of Barcelona. <clears throat> Barcelona. And, then, and then just say, "Fuck shit, motherfucker!" Fuck shit, the motherfucker! <laughs> all right uh let's listen to the answers that we got from some of yeah, our, retroids. We, got from our uh, retroids. we got a handful uh i did not i did not do any extra teeth pulling i just went with the 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 regular uh you know crew who saw the post and responded and did their duty damn it so thank you uh josh <laughs> nealis says he would choose the car from the muppet movie a studebaker uh, but with the paint job of the Eclipse from Fast and the Furious 1. And then he would add in T-tops like Kit from Knight Rider and a jet engine. Joe, see, speaking in your language. Oh, uh, nice. like, the eight, like the 1989 Batmobile. And then the mm-hmm, interior mm-hmm. would look like Austin Powers' private plane. Did you just say Austin Powers? Austin Powers. <laughs> he's, 
He's so awesome. He's awesome powers. Awesome possum kicks Doctor Machino's butt. Okay. It's so good <laughs> he does. Uh, <laughs> and then and then he he finished it off with a nailed it, and, and I'm, I'm inclined <laughs> to agree. I love, uh, I love. He's just like he's like yes, I am. In, I am impressed <laughs> with my pick. God, I'm there. so turned on right now. Oh, God, I'm uh, so good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nick Pericles says, easy peasy. I would take a Ford Festiva and turn it into a Ford Shogun, like the seven lucky few that did in and around 1990. Unfortunately, I don't think I'll ever be able to own, see, or drive one. So this dream car will remain in my dreams. And for those of you who don't know, Jay Leno took a Ford Festiva, which is widely regarded as just a shit, no big deal car, and like souped it up and just like basically gave this thing like 270 ponies worth of power and uh it's it's like i don't know it's it's apparently legit uh but nick also says as an aside his current uh 1993 ford escort gt he put a turbo in built an engine and a bunch of other goodies will have to suffice for now so nick you already got your own iconic car man you're good you're in the clear. And Nick is a good friend of mine, and he is very much a gearhead. Uh, and so I will, I will, you know, take his word for awesome. it. Ford Shogun looks yeah. pretty sweet. Thanks for yes. reaching out, Nick. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah Appreciate the awesome answer. Yes. Uh, Phil Conti says, I don't know about tricking out a car, but I always thought that James Bond's submersible, the Lotus, was awesome. And Mr. Scaramanga's car that has the wings and jet engine that attach to it so it can fly from the man with the golden gun. Um, nice. Nice, dude. Thanks. Uh, thanks for the response. I am not super up on my James Bond know-how, but I'm sure plenty of you are and appreciate your comment either way. Uh, Steve Dion, my my good pal from, uh, from camping and uh, also a huge nerd and loves Star Wars and all the shit that we talk about. Thanks for commenting, dude. Uh, yeah, thanks, he says, man. I am buying a DeLorean and I am modifying it to look like an X-Wing. <laughs> Which I'm just like, dude, that's fucking dope. Like fucking it do already it. has, it. <laughs> it already has like the two wings that right. go up, right? right? Like just, just you know, spin it off from there. And uh, you're you're a crafty guy. You you know your way around a car. So I honestly don't doubt that you could do this. Mm. Um, that's uh, that's awesome. Uh, and then Andrew Worshborn says the tilt a whirl from explorers but running off a core i9 uh for those of you who don't understand how dumb that sentence is don't worry about it <laughs> but, I mean, stay, you. Confused. Stay, stay, stay confused stay confused you, you had me at tilt a whirl from explorers so. <laughs> so the good. tilt a whirl from explorers not a movie mm. i've ever seen uh, oh actually. god so good yeah yeah uh, yeah awesome very young ethan hawk uh, River Phoenix is still alive. Uh, yeah, very very fun movie. Was it uh, nice. Corey Corey Feldman too? Was no. Corey Feldman? No? no. Okay, I'm thinking of another movie then. Damn, one of the aliens I mean, from the could, Explorers you know, kind of looks like Mac. It could be Corey Feldman. It's not, but I mean, he's he's in all those movies at that same time for sure. Yeah, yeah, right. That's true. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm just looking at this picture from from the Explorers and thinking that could be Mac and Me's dad. Yeah, um, it, it's really great suit effects, um, but they kept the the human mouth, <clears throat> which is so rare. The entire rest of the face is just this prosthetic, but they kept his mouth. So the um, 
the expressions are just absolutely freaking hilarious. Damn. Uh, so good. So good. He, the nice. guy has a very, very much has like a genie from Aladdin vibe. He's very manic, very full energy, lots of an, impressions and stuff. Neat. Very, very funny movie. You should check it out. It's a, it's definitely one of one of my classic movies, I think, that maybe I just don't talk about. But when I was a kid, holy crap, did I see this movie a million times. I friggin loved it. Nice. Yeah, it holds yeah, up better I, than uh, Flight of the Navigator, I, I would say. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I'll have to add it to the list. The yeah. list right, so, 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 the, so the, the, the kid I'm thinking of is Darren Woods. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, J- J- uh, Jason Presson. I'm sorry. Play, played at. He's probably uh, he the was third Darren kid. I, I just don't know yeah. who that third kid is. Like, he wasn't as famous, but it's yeah. Phoenix, Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke and, and, and Jason Presson. Yeah. Gotcha. That's what it is. Yep. Yeah. All right. Gotcha. Ready? Everybody, are oh, you ready? The second answers. half, the second half of the show is fast upon us. But first, I will say thank you so much to all of the retro yeah. answering for participating. Everybody. It's really, uh, really always more fun when we get to hear from you guys. Yeah, and that 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 question was a big think. Yeah, we yeah, love big sure. think questions. You know, they're harder to answer, but they're more creative. And uh, yeah. you know, we cool. we we like when you guys rise to the occasion. Love it. So mm-hmm. here we are, the second half of the episode, and mm-hmm. now we shall depart from the land of reality, and we shall transcend <laughs> the page into cartoons mm-hmm. and the animated yes. cell, and just <laughs> all the cool vehicles that existed in there. Of course, I chose exactly none of the cool ones, but. They are iconic to me. Well, uh, that, that, and... That's my job. I pick all the cool, cool ones. Yeah, exactly. You're mi- you're Mr. Koo. <laughs> I'm so cool. Herman Reed rubs you. Uh, all right, so, poop on your head. Uh, poop on your head. Uh, so <laughs> I will start us off. Uh, we'll do the same order as before, and we'll get mm-hmm. through this, everybody. Just good. hang in there. Buckle Just up. Bear, bear, bear with us. Bear with us. Buckle up. <laughs> buckle down and shut your cake hole. Um, so I'm going to start with the mystery machine. Uh I classic again had to choose a classic and it's just I, I don't know. I, I have a spot, the soft spot for Scooby-Doo. I, I've always liked the various different iterations I've watched. I have enjoyed the movies and the different shows and all that other stuff. And the mystery machine to me is just such a constant factor in in the equation for scooby-doo uh and i i love the hippie aesthetic of it the color scheme is so weird like this Mm -hmm. teal and green with these orange flowers and the orange logo and uh i don't know it's like it's it's not cool to look at but it's so cool it is the scooby-doo vehicle it's so special it's immediately recognizable immediately recognizable i mean you know if you if you you know if Hot Wheels, you know, is making reproduction cars, you know, throughout my childhood, like I wanted the mystery machine one, you know, it's like, it's yeah. just such a, it's such a cool thing to have. And uh, it, uh, you know, it kind of just looks like this 1960s era, like van, you know, I mean, similar to something that maybe Volkswagen would do, but not quite. Uh, and, it, you know, it was not ever uh, a specific vehicle in the cartoon and, you know, it's just drawn. I, yeah. Honestly, don't remember what they went with for the actual movies. Um, with the that, yeah, I'm not sure. It's a good, it's a good question, <clears throat> but I don't have the answer for you. Um, but I do I've have seen a little a lot bit of, of people convert a lot of different van type things. And they, like v- yeah, Volkswagen buses I've seen turned into yeah. them, and uh, it's a little too small, but it it accomplishes the the right thing. It's the right shape, um, and it's it's amazing to see all the different fan mystery machines that are out there. If you you know google image search it's really fun 
So a guess, it says that the classic Hanna-Barbera cartoon was supposedly based on the 1978 Volkswagen LT40 van. Um, uh, I guess, you know, some of the later ones, it was based on a Chevy Astro or a GMC Safari. Um, there is a few other inspirations for it, but either way, it's the paint job, it's the vibe, mm. it's the, you know, it's yes. the feeling there. And it totally works and is very fun. Also would be a great paint job for, you know, a, a golf cart or something oh, fun yeah, like that. Totally. Um, you know, that would be a, a great one. But uh, yeah, so er, some just early cartoon history, the previous owners of the van before it became uh, owned by the gang. Uh, they were owned by a popular family band known as the Mystery Kids, and the van was designed, was painted by Flash Flanagan, the band's piano player, before he stormed off and quit the band. I don't know what I don't know what iteration of the yeah. of the Scooby Doo show established that. I assume it's yeah. one of the later ones. I don't but know. Um, you know, <laughs> there's a lot of Scooby Doo lore, guys. Uh, I don't know if you know this. Uh, I I don't. No, right. I mean, I mean, I mean, you got you got the Ultra Instinct Shaggy, <laughs> who's in that hilarious. new fighting game, and he literally does it. He does. Yeah, it I know, thing. which is hilarious. He goes Ultra like, Instinct. I honestly, I mean, I think the game looks like garbage, but I want to play it just for that. <laughs> I know. The, yeah, the, the, the Warner Brothers like Smash Bros. game is right, just right. Uh, going apeshit. Just, but, just give me Shaggy. Yeah, I'll be happy. Well, he's, he's there for you, man. He's oh yeah, yeah. So uh, you know. Again, needs no introduction. The Mystery Machine. That is my first pick. Uh, so let's pass it off to Nintendo. Talk oh to my god! Yes, yes. I'll talk to everyone, not just do you. what. Okay, I'm, I'm going to do it right now, guy. Okay. Fine. Oh my god! Oh Jesus my god. Uh, wow. My god. So, anyways, my my first pick for the the cartoon vehicles mm-hmm. is actually really cool. It's something something that I wish I could have. And that would be the VR057 Veritech Super Cyclone from Robotech. Nice. Oh, that thing is sick as fuck. Uh It's like it's a fucking motorcycle that literally turns into a suit of armor. Yeah. How fucking right is that? It's it's like could you be cooler? Right. It's like it's like it's 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 like way better than Spike's stupid exosuit. It's like, oh my god. Holy that fuck. is that is where my brain goes actually. Mm-hmm. That's which is funny because <laughs> it's um, the same sort of thing. It's the it, same. It, it doesn't look cool though. This, yeah, I mean, as a kid, I want, I still want it, even though it looked stupid. Yeah, I mean, you can transform in it, so that's fucking cool. Yeah, be, but this, awesome. this is more, this is more practical. Yes, and <laughs> it is so cool. It's like it. Not only is it suit of armor, it, it actually you know it allows you to like not fly, but you can like leap or jump to like high places or or just glide down or whatever it's just so fucking awesome and this nice. this, this different variations of it. you have the the, the the saber cyclone you got um uh the the ref air tech uh mecca uh it's just oh so many awesome designs for for this armor and i don't know like excuse me as soon as i fir- i first saw it on, on uh, the third season of robotech i'm like holy fuck this is like it, the coolest thing ever. Does it have like the wheel shoulder pads? Because well, they're, that... they're, they're not shoulder pads. But like they're, they're definitely on the back. They stick out in the or back the, or the back. Okay. Yeah, but like like where the shoulder blades are. Yep. That that's yeah. 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 Awesome. Thing, oh my god! Fucking cool, love it. Such a cool, unique look. Yeah. 
Yeah, you know. And what, what's really cool? Garment. What's really cool? Like, like, like in the show, when they're riding the the riding the, the, the motorcycle. They they, they jump. They make this this jump. Like, say they're jumping over like a cliff or something to get to the other side of of another cliff. They like mm-hmm. like like in midair. They just like they jump off the bike and the the, the bike turns the suit of armor and just. Oh my fucking god! I love it. It's so it's good. Perfect. It's, it's seamless. It's so it's so me. It's so me. Anything that that transforms is yeah. it's a Joe thing. It's it is. I love it. Fucking love you it. You do. Like What's your trans- favorite Mega Man like the boss, Transformer Turbo Owl? Man? Joe loves the Transformer Owl. Mm-hmm. That's true. I do. Mm-hmm. Is, is is Turbo Return Man your on. favorite? Uh, I love. Turbo oh yeah, Turbo Man, right from, from uh, Mega Man Seven. Turbo Man turns into oh a car. God, yes, and the cyclone. And he has too. he has wheels on his back, kind of like a yeah. shoulder pad. Yeah, like, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like he's very much a like a a, a Robotech Transformers reference character. Yeah, I always thought he was uh, a Transformer for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, 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 totally. For sure. Awesome. Nice. nice. Yeah. That sounds yes. great. I'm Cyclone, surprised that you picked awesome. a cycle, but I'm excited you did because that's yeah. another vehicle. Because we and don't talk about more cycles. We don't talk about cycles or Just Bruno. cars and planes. Bruno, we don't talk about motorcycles. We don't talk about lots of stuff. Parasite Steve. What's up, dude? So I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what's up. I have a vehicle here that uh, to me is, is just very iconic because of the, how, how unique it is. And again, it was a big part of the show that it was on. This is uh, the Ranger plane from Chippendale's Rescue Rangers. Oh, oh yes. Nice. Yes. This is With their... the hot dog shaped balloon. <laughs> yeah. So actually, well, what, yes. it, what it, the main body of it is supposed to be a bleach bottle. Oh my and, god! I've never even noticed that. Yeah, so it's, it's a, a ble- bottle. It's a bleach bottle, and then they sort of hollowed out the area. Uh, the handle is sticking up, and they sort of hollowed out the area around that. And uh, it's strapped to a large red balloon, which um, I guess the balloon is supposed to create most of the lift. And um, which is and hilarious. Then it, it has wings <laughs> that stick out, but they but they flap. They they mechanically flap and the whole entire thing is just it's just a contraption you know because everything's built by gadget gadget hack wrench the little mouse um and um she is really smart and really good at what she does but you know some of her stuff is kind of she's a little bit of a crackpot inventor a little bit but some of her stuff works better than other stuff and um this definitely does work, but it also feels like it's two seconds from falling apart. Like it does. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all it's held together by hopes it's and very, dreams. It's very creaky. <laughs> and uh, I just loved that. It just felt yeah. very tactile and it was it was very cool. It was like the opposite of every other vehicle. It's like not cool in the traditional sense. It's it's a little it's a little hackneyed and uh, and goofy, but I, I loved it. Very, very, very unique looking. It also has uh, really <laughs> so funny like a pair of legs that um kind of retract retract up on on the sides and they have little plungers for feet and it's the landing these, gear yeah it's the landing <laughs> gear and but but it can walk so sometimes like when it's landing and it's gonna it's gonna like crash or something the, the legs like shoot out and then like it literally like runs along the ground until it stops or something or it'll it's like plunge. an albatross or something yeah like an albatross it very much feels that way like in uh <laughs> in the the rescuers the rescuers yeah 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 and uh i like i i feel like i can picture an episode where they landed on a ledge 
and we're about to fall off because of the momentum, but because the feet are plungers, they, they, you know, stuck to the ground and saved them or something like that. And I guess yeah. in later episodes, they could actually shoot out the plungers um, as well. And let like harpoon like things that they would use to reel back something in. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's pretty much all I have to say is, is, you know, a show that I've mentioned many times in the show. I loved it. And um, those, those early Disney afternoon shows just overall, mm-hmm. I just really, really loved and um such a soft I guess spot for, I, I yeah, yeah mm. I, I just I don't know there's there's a million I could have chose but I don't know the Ranger plane that's my first choice awesome that's yeah. great I've never thought about what that thing is made of like I just kind of assumed yeah I don't know I just take it for granted as like a a, a whole yeah entity but it's like no that is literally just a, a bottle that's a bleach bottle it's that bleach they're bottle. in and there's a handle <laughs> yeah. you can see the handle on the front of it like it's yep. very <laughs> that's so funny yep. <laughs> and the thought of that balloon doing a goddamn thing to propel them is hilarious like <laughs> that that just holds them up in the air it's like dude that balloon is sad to begin with how yeah. does it still have air in yeah. it it's like totally how does it who, who how does it, it handle all those animals jeez <laughs> i don't know it makes no sense jeez. although i've gotten some balloons <laughs> from the dollar store and they have lasted for months so so, so you got your dollars worth i definitely did and then some and then some some. all right i will take the reins uh and go with my my final pick here uh this is a show that i watched all the time and uh it was a big part of tv when i was growing up and the whole premise of the show is the vehicle i would be talking about the 1994 cartoon series the magic school bus oh geez oh Uh, my god this was a show that i saw all the time it was frequently on pbs Mm -hmm. Uh, it's an educational show it had a lot of different episodes where the cast of characters from the school hop into this school bus and they go to all sorts of different crazy adventures that you could never do uh the magic school bus was a character he had eyes and a mouth and went honk honk which is its equivalent of talking and, uh, beep beep right on the magic school bus and uh it could transform uh so theoretically joe should love it um, the True. magic school bus could time travel it could grow it could shrink it could it could fly into outer space it could you know do all kinds of crazy shit to get the characters uh wherever the episode needed them to go it's the ultimate uh deus ex machina and uh whatever whatever the episode needed the bus was ready for uh there was an episode where they shrunk really small and they went inside arnold's body and it was basically like inner space it was kind of fucked up it was weird the, and, then, and, then, and then the bus grew back into its normal size inside the body and killed yep, the kid. and he blew up and yep. then the the title card for the boys uh showed up and go. uh it was perfect nice um there uh the, the 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 pilot the teacher is is the legendary miss frizzle um she's she needs no introduction if Buddy you legend. need an introduction then just stay confused because <laughs> the running gonna, gag in this episode i'm not gonna introduce <laughs> was her. she voiced by lily tomlin she Is was yes yes indeed lily tomlin was miss frizzle and uh i mean i i feel like you know every every kid you know from whatever era you grew up in you you have this fondness you have this love for the shows that existed at that time that's fine you know everyone feels that way but i do really feel like the magic school bus was such a cool different educational cartoon show because it was just an adventure show every episode felt like the whole you know cast of characters going on a big grand adventure it just also happened that they were teaching you about 
erosion or geology or the ozone layer or, you know, dinosaurs, microbes, all sorts of different stuff. And it was very cool. It was very science focused, which was awesome, you know, for, for me as a kid. And, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I work in the sciences now, so, you know, maybe it helped, maybe it didn't, I don't know, but it's a, it's a, it's a very fun show. And the magic school bus was just super fun to think about that. It could take you anywhere and do anything that you needed it to do. And, uh, and yeah, I don't know. It was, it was cute. It was charming. It would like wink at you and then it would drive away. And it was just like, I don't know. It was drawn really well. I, I, truly enjoy this this is a this is a special one for me so i i I went for it i went for a a left field choice i feel like i was kind of kind of going with the theme of pick an obvious one pick a left fielder uh and so magic school bus is my left fielder uh hats off to you miss frizzle you're always number one in my heart uh (laughs) yeah yeah so um that that's my my second pick there my fourth and final uh nintendo what about you yes well okay so before i get to my my final pick i wanted to just mention uh two honorable mentions Mm -hmm. um one would have to be hot rod in his vehicle form this is from the the 1986 transformers movie um as a character yeah he sucks He's a, he's, a, he's a shitty shitty person whatever we all we all know this he's responsible for optimus prime's death we know I'm over it. I love the car form so fucking much. It's, it's very, it's, it's, it's very cool. sleek. It's sleek. I love the color scheme, even though it, it may seem like it doesn't work, but the pink it does. Flower, the, the pink the, the, fire, the pink, I, I think fire. it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I think it works really, really well. Yeah. It reminds um, me of color change vehicles. They were always like pink and orange. Right. You know, right. like the, the the hot water with some, with some water yellow, vehicles. with some yellow. Yeah. So like like three colors is all you need. You're good. Um, so my my second honorable mention would have to be uh, the, the Turbo Cats from SWAT Cats. Um, so good, so yeah, good. I mean, I it's one it's one of my actually it's probably the only Hanna Barbera show I like um, that I can currently think of. Um, yeah, this jet is so fucking awesome. It, it's, it's so cool. Uh, it carries different types of missiles, and they're all all these missiles are like freaking wacky. They're like weird, like like octopus missiles or or buzzsaw missiles, like all, all these weird weird missiles. It's, I don't know. I just, just think a lot it's really of missiles. Cool. Just a lot of missiles. This 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 fighter jet carries a lot of fucking weird missiles. Hmm. But I don't want to pick that because I did mention it in a previous episode from like season one or something um yeah so final pick final pick because this franchise is on fire right now and that would have to be the teenage mutant ninja turtles footski the teenage mutant ninja Waddles? i've never heard turtles tortoises tortoises twerkles i will have to google is a footski like what a Russian person calls a foot? Yes. Oh, yes, it is the footski. Oh, yes. I've got such bad bunion oh, on footski. Can you please mm. rub my bunion on my footski? Thank oh. you. Doc. Oh, thank you so much. Mm. 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 Yes. Mm. Mm. So, so this thing, footski? this thing is really cool. Um, I didn't want, I didn't want to pick the uh, the van because that's obvious. The van is fucking awesome. We know that. Um, the footski. I don't know. I just immediately think of the Rat King because of Turtles in Time. 
Mm-hmm. And obviously the, the new game that just came out, it kind of makes like a, a brief appearance in one of the stages. And I, it's so fucking cool. Um, it's basically, it's like a, a big blue jet ski with, I guess, eels. Oh yeah. On the front of it. Oh yes. Electric and eels. Electric eels. In the yeah. front. My favorite all time weapon that any toy vehicle has <laughs> ever come out with ever <laughs> by far. Oh, it man. is holding six live electric eels <laughs> in the front, hoping what? that they can run you over and they will graze you and then electric- electrocute you. Yes. Right. I yes. mean, aren't the friggin' eels the dead most by now? Impractical thing I I've hope they ever seen. Yeah, I hope they feed these eels. Yeah, what I the really hell? Do. The eels, they're not supposed they're to trapped. live outside of water. They're gonna dry up and die. Oh my god, and they're right? just like held there right they're they're not doing anything don't they realize that like they electrocute you through the water like when they're in the open air it doesn't work like that (laughs) (laughs) well okay so i I just want to describe the the artwork on the box because Uh i think it's funny but gross at the same time so obviously you know it's a it's a foot ski that's that's written in uh they write in the sewers Mm-hmm. So in the in the, on the box, okay, you have Rocksteady on the foot ski mm-hmm. running over Raphael. Okay, Raphael is like he has they, one. He, he's making eels grazing face. his face. Yes, and 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 Raph is just you know always angry, so he can't be scared. He's just angry as he's getting yes. like run over by the the, the foot ski, right? Yes. And then all around them is fucking shit, like brown water, like it's actual fucking, disgusting. <laughs> It's fucking disgusting. It's super gnarly. Like, like, do you see his? It's face? so 80s. Like, his look, we're expression. we're skiing in shit. Raphael is bathing in shit while getting run over by electric eels stuck on the foot ski. The 80s. Everybody. The 80s. That dude. this is That's what we the miss. 80s. And we haven't why even this era. The mouth the, that makes absolutely no sense. Oh yeah, like, like one that's right, like right in the in, middle in the tire let's, or whatever. Let's say this: if it's positioned in a in a place that if the if a jet ski had a vagina, this is where it would be. <laughs> this is a proverbial gene. <laughs> so, what it is, it's just a mouth that's just inexplicably there, seemingly alive. It has, it has a uvula. It has what fucking vehicles uh, have has a, a uvula, has two uh, incisors or perhaps canines and a tongue. And it's just surrounded by like this black hose. And it's just in there. It's all right. it's all up in there right where the vagina would go. It yep. is absolutely <laughs> yeah. the vagina of the foot ski. It's behind. You got to get past the six live electric eels if you're going to reach the mouth. But I think the thought is. You're gonna do okay. We've we've covered. They graze you. You get electrocuted, and then you're at the mouth, and then the mouth eats you. I guess <laughs> because That's this how vehicle requires sustenance. Like truly what? is one of the greatest toy vehicles of all time. It is. I but had man. this. Yeah, it's so stupid. It's so. <laughs> It, but it's so out there, like the, it's, yeah, it's hilarious. I mean, the, yeah, the shit water on the package is so funny. I mean, like, <laughs> I, I never noticed this, but you're right. It's just the brownest of the brown, and that that's it's a sewer, so it's shit. I mean, like, it's, it has to be shit. What else it's can it so be? Funny. <laughs> right. It's so funny, right? So funny. I, but yeah, I mean, the, the I remember when they 
they put the Rat King you mentioned on this for Turtles in Time for the Super Nintendo because that yeah. wasn't in the arcade. So they added right. that part and it was such a fun boss. It's like we're going to we're going to take a character that, you know, the Rat King, put him in the game that he wasn't in and we're going to put him on the the, the Futsky, which is like one of the toys that right. that was that the Pusky was never in the show, was it? I don't remember. No, I don't remember. I don't think so. I thought it was just one of the million things they just made a toy of. I right. I lo- I loved that boss just for that. It was so interesting. Like they really really got creative with it. And yeah. like you said, yeah, with Shredder's Revenge, when you fight the Rat King during his boss battle, the Footski is in the background and it's it's crashed. So that yeah. is such a fun little nod to that not that the rat king had anything to do with the jet ski prior to him showing up on it in the game because you're right on the box it's rock steady and really it's just it's not anyone specifically it's just a bad guy vehicle i guess the foot ski was in an episode uh called bye bye fly and it shows that uh shredder bebop and rock steady were riding them and it it does have the eels It has the eels, but it does not look exactly like the toy, and it does not have the weird vagine mouth. <laughs> it does oh, not man. have that at all. But in the cartoon, it does have the eels. Oh, it's missing the vagine. Yeah, instead it's got just like the the pink, uh, you know, gotcha. I guess piloting mechanism, gotcha. whatever. Yeah, but, it doesn't uh, look pretty look interesting. Cool. It doesn't no, look as stupid, no, which means not as cool. Right. I love the foot ski. Awesome. So pick. good. Awesome so pick. good. Yeah. I mean, and and also not for nothing, like the re- the the graphic of it from Turtles in Time is amazing. It is one to one identical to the toy. Yes. They changed yep. nothing. Even yep. the pole in the back that has a flag on it, the pole is the exact same pole. And there's features on that pole. It's not yep. a featureless just pole. It's like exact they did absolutely every like little nodule they put into that sprite it's it's super good yep. yeah the so vagine is intact <laughs> so intact In all of its glory <laughs> uh all right i mean it's definitely way better than don Tello's, uh floaty uh tube oh thing yeah. that he had yeah, in one of the episodes yeah. in the same that same episode <laughs> so there were some dumb. solid nin- and uh, like Ninja Turtle toys of the original show. Like there were some yeah. pretty solid vehicles. Yeah, like, yeah. honestly, yeah. and some really dumb ones too. <laughs> yeah, the f- well, I, I mean the Turtle Blimp was just epic. Um, yes, sure. yeah. Little mention for there. Uh, yeah. nice. nice. All right, good one. N- awesome, awesome stuff. Uh, Parasite Steve, let's let's finish this up, <clears throat> sir. Okay, so my last one, I'm gonna just stick with the disney afternoon because you know what right what the fuck why not um fuck it so i'm gonna go to a a little show called darkwing duck which had two really great vehicles uh the the vehicle that the only vehicle he had in the very first episode was the rat catcher and that was a um a motorcycle it's like purple and like a magenta color and um it it sort of just looked like him, like the, the front of it was, was a beak. And, yeah. um, you know, it, the whole show is riffing on um, pulpy superheroes and Batman. And, um, but it definitely had that like 
40s pulp aesthetic for a lot of the stuff uh down to the like the big buttons on his on his costume and the way it folded over and stuff like that uh he kind of looked more like the shadow than he looked like batman right you know Mm -hmm. yeah um but and that's way before the 40s technically but anyway so the rat catcher was a cool uh motorcycle um and then he meets uh in the first episode he meets launchpad mcquack from ducktales and Launchpad is just a big Darkwing fan because he's moved from Duckburg to St. Canard, where, where Darkwing lives. And uh, Launchpad's like, oh, my, oh, you know, I've, I've been working on this as I'm just your fan. And I, I think I think I, this, I made you the awesomest thing. And he he actually built him a plane. And yeah. um, it's called the Thunder Quack. And this is my pick. Um, the thunder quack it's it's really cool it, it has dark wings bill again it's the same purple and same magenta yep. it's really really cool looking um and it could do whatever the script needed it to do you know it was just silly and it's fine it's just a, a cartoon for kids but um built flown and repeatedly crashed of course by launchpad mcquack who became his pilot and sidekick um so some of the things it can do is um I should say some of the improbable things it could do. It can hover motionless, just like literally just stop in midair, <laughs> just inexplicably. Right. Uh, it can accelerate, can accelerate vertically like a helicopter or a Harrier jet inexplicably. Uh, <laughs> it has a generous interior with two front seats for the pilot and observer, which is usually Launchpad and Darkwing, and a rear bench, which seems to be capable of seating up to six somewhat unlikely also <laughs> a bench in the back seat of a jet probably not a super good idea probably not <laughs> definitely idea. not yeah. <laughs> uh also the canopy uh which basically the the glass eyes it looks like eyes that could like lift up it could literally just depressurize and open in mid-flight without any apparent risk or st- of structural damage or to the passengers making it an ideal vehicle for mid-air rescue you just open those eyeballs up and uh, drop right in. No problem. No uh, It also has easy peasy. a how easy peasy. Uh, it also has a powerful onboard computer. Uh, how powerful, you ask? So powerful that Darkwing once attempted to back up his entire crime database in it, uh, so he could access it on the go. Pretty cool. Thinking ahead of thinking ahead of the internet on that one. It's like oh yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah for sure. Uh, you know I'd like to you know what I'd like at the the tip of my fingers. Uh, so. Um, <laughs> Also, the beak, the the mouth, really, the whole thing's like a mouth. <laughs> right. So, yeah, it's a big old <laughs> right. bill. Um, it can open up, and uh, so in some episodes, it would actually like bite. Like as, as an oh, attack. that's weird. Like it could bite. Because <laughs> it didn't have any like <laughs> missiles or anything like that. It just um, bit people. That's it. It could that's also open do. up, and they could shoot at a, a grappling hook. Um, or I guess it had a small side vehicle that uh, would come out of the mouth sometimes too, called the hover quack. It was like yeah. a, it's like an assault chair is what I am reading, but I I don't remember it. But um, yeah, we'll just go with it. Hover quack. <laughs> right. Uh, finally, it was out outfitted with searchlights and tricycle landing gear. Um, <laughs> great, great vehicle to a show I loved very dearly uh, back in the day, and. Um, I'm looking forward to the reboot of Darkwing Duck. I hope they stick with it uh, and keep the iteration that was introduced on the new DuckTales show, which I think is the plan. Um, and it, if they stick to the quality of that show, it's going to be 
awesome. And I awesome. certainly can't wait for it. Nice. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, oh, I don't yeah. really have any honorable mentions other than like like the part party wagon turtle van from TMNT, like you mentioned, mm-hmm. and like you know uh, the blimp and stuff like that. I mean, there there were definitely some some cool. Oh, you know, you know, I'll mention one other honorable mention from the Disney afternoon. Um, the the quick tunnel cars from Gummy Bears. They had always, I've mentioned on the show many times, one of my favorite parts of the gummy bears was they had these, these like roller coaster, like tunnels. They were kind of like, um, they're all carved out of wood and it made this really satisfying, like, like sliding sound when they went down that really did sound like wood on wood. Like, like, okay. I was thinking like a marble traveling down like wood. Yeah. Um, but yeah. it was um, like kind of like you know when Bob Ross draw like he, with a palette knife like it's just a it's a, it's just a specific satisfying weird sound but it was uh, the car to the quick tunnels was um, like it had the head of a falcon and I always thought that was strange because it's like it sort of doesn't need to be a falcon like they're not flying it's not right. really a bird they're not birds they're bears so I, I was, I don't know. There was something about the way that they designed it that it made me like wonder why they chose that and it made it cooler because it wasn't obvious. I'm like, oh, I don't know why. They're just fast. I guess Falcons are fast and that's it, I guess. But yeah, it could have been a fox. It could have been a mole. It could have been any number of things. You know what I mean? But they're like, oh, it's just going to look like a Falcon. They were cool and uh, very, very different. Not really a vehicle in the traditional sense. It just really kind of was like a car that got them. It ran along the tracks, got them from A to B. But it was um, pretty cool. Pretty cool element to that. Show. Awesome. Nice, dude. Hell yeah. All right. Uh, I think the only honorable mentions that I was thinking about, I mean, I'm sure there's a million. I did think about Speed Racer. Oh, yes. I thought uh, that yeah, was, you know, true. probably uh, a very iconic one. Very never true, very never true. watched mm-hmm. that show, but worth mentioning. Also, um, the Flintstones vehicle. Oh, so true. You know, and then you got the yeah. Jetsons, too. And yeah. the Jetsons, yep. yep. They both, you know, deserve a nod. Right. Yeah, that, that Fred Flintstone car, good call on that. That is a very like uniquely thought out thing mm-hmm. they're like okay well what are we gonna do it's like cavemen all right and i just love the roller it's like mm-hmm. a steam roller right roller. It's like a, yeah, it's like a, yeah yeah instead of exactly wheels. yeah so interesting very and, very and yet unique. they yet yet they had a steering wheel how did that how the hell do they steer it <laughs> oh my Makes god no that sense. is so funny it's not like you can turn that, that. is so true you, you can't like, turn you it can't, at all turn anything that doesn't make any sense <laughs> i've never even i've never uh, thought hannah so barbera engineers you were not Oh, man, that's so funny. <laughs> that's really funny. Um, yeah. So, I mean, those are those are a few I wanted to throw out there for honorable mentions. Yeah. Um, but yeah, awesome guys. Nice. We did it. We, yeah, we did uh, it. we have we have made it through the bulk of this episode here. The yeah. meat and potatoes have been finished, and all that is left. They is have been served. Enjoy. They're steaming it's on the plates. Have served. them. Have them, if you will. Yes. All that's left is to eat your peas and a serving of dessert. And by that, I mean <laughs> it's almost time to catch that horizon. But before we say goodbye, let's go to this. Hey, you like old games? Yeah, yeah, so do we. But the thing is, there are new games that actually play like they're old games, but they're new. 
Anyway, it's time to check one of those out. This is Retro Nouveau. Hey everybody, how's it going? Parasite Steve back here on the mic. And tonight I do, my intro did not lie, I do have for you another edition of Retro Nouveau. And um, today's uh, new game that plays like an old game and looks like an old game is uh, a nasty little little gem that I have been playing for a few weeks now, maybe about a month. Actually, I, I put a decent amount of hours into this thing, kind of funny. Um, it is called Blasphemous. And this game came out in, uh, well, it was actually started as a Kickstarter campaign in 2017. It was developed by a Spanish company, The Game Kitchen, published by Team 17. And it is currently available for a lot of platforms. It's on Windows, the Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Linux, and Mac. And uh, so, you know, you can pretty much get it for anything that you mm -hmm. have. And it is a Metroidvania for, uh, like, gamers that, that like more of a challenge. Metroidvanias are not typically known for being overly tough. Um, this is definitely that but it is harder there are dark souls like parts where you will have to do a section a million times until you get through it um because the save point was you know over there and you got to get over here and uh, you keep dying because it is really truly tough but your character uh is is upgradable and uh there's a massive map i mean this the map on this thing must be like twice symphony of the night i mean at least it's so huge. It's insane. That's that's that is no small feat. <clears throat> it really mm -hmm. is just insane. And it's it's 100% hand drawn sprites. So some of the the best sprite work I've ever seen is from this game. Some of it. Um, it's really impressive. You take control of a character called known only as the penitent one. Um, something that needs to be said is this the the theme of this game is kind of weird. It's like it's it's like um, to me, it feels very Clive Barker, but if mm. Clive Barker were remaking the ch like the Christian church or something, mm -hmm. like in Hellraiser, he's making his his demons. But what if he made like the church? That's I feel like it's through through the lens of, of Clive, Clive Barker. Barker. I present to you <laughs> yeah. Christianity. Like, you know, every, it's like yes. it's weird. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That's what it is. It's Clive Barker presents Christianity. <laughs> um <laughs> they they are careful not to have any actual um there's no crosses there's there's no actual uh like the terms are, are careful they don't say god they say the miracle there's mm -hmm. there's different things like that it takes place in a world called custodia and um it is uh it's all very brutal very dark very twisted very fucked up all the bosses are very haunting and creepy and gross yes. and uh and uh, most of them are just the size of the screen. And, and you just can't believe like that all of this was just hand done, you know, with sprites. It's really, yeah. it's really insane. But the game controls really great. And um, it feels really great. It's, um, it's honestly awesome. I really, I really loved it. I was, I was a little apprehensive because I just kept hearing how hard it was. Um, it's not that hard. It's just harder than these types of games usually are. Yeah. Right. Um, but it's totally doable. And, uh, you know, yeah, you're going to die a bunch. But, hey, I've been playing this game for, like, 27 hours or something like that. I mean, I've, I've beaten it, but I'm still, like, just goofing around. And um, 
I mean, that's that's a lot for a Metroidvania. It, it I mean, really is. Yeah, yeah. Room in like four or five hours. Yeah. And, you know. Yeah, I mean, I think Metroid and... Dread, the new Metroid game, like, you can be in well under ten hours. Yeah. Yeah. So. Anyway, uh, blasphemous. I mean, honestly, uh, oh, I mean, I guess I got to give this. I mean, it's it's tough. It's it's like I guess I guess I'd give it a eight and a half. Okay. Maybe. Uh, yeah. Maybe I'll call it call it an eight and a half. Call it eight point five uh, out of ten. Um, Penitent, uh, penitenticals. That <laughs> eight point five out of ten penitenticals. But uh, I mean, the the one thing I will say that um, that I will gripe about is you you can upgrade the sword. The sword is called the Mia Culpa, yep. and um, it's pretty much the only thing you can spend money on. And uh, you upgrade the sword. It costs a, a lot of money um, to do each, each upgrade, and there's a decent amount of them. And I just sort of felt like most of the stuff is not really useful or fun to use. So I just didn't bother yeah. it's like attacks that like the, there's, you know, you get a charge attack and you can slash a bigger slash, but you have to stand in one place to do it. So it's like, well, oh, yeah. I'm not going to use it then because I can just slash my sword real quick two times and the guy's dead. Right. right. Um, uh, or, or there's like a, uh, there's a dash attack, which I used all the time. But there is a attack where he attacks downwards. <clears throat> and that was something I didn't need to use one time in the entire game. In fact, uh, it caused a few deaths. Like I would accidentally do it over spikes or over a pit and he would die. Um, that happened a few times. The, the downward attack is is utterly useless. He, there's a weird delay when he does it. And it's just it's just terrible. It, there's no you're never going to use it. And so even the things that I did like when you power them up to the next levels, they get like a little bit better visibly, um, but it's never like much. Like if the difference between level one and level five was between level one and level two and it kept going, like that's what I want. You know, yeah, I want it to be yeah. like just bigger and better and feel yep. more worth it where um, you're going and you go from level two to level three on something and it like is barely different looking or barely stronger or whatever but so i would say that that is kind of the biggest gripe that i had um, because that's the only thing you spend money on so yeah pretty much i mean you, there, there are a couple other things you can do but it's mainly that um but anyway great game Nice. Blasphemous. Nice. Go check it out. Definitely yes. go check that out. I loved that game myself, and I would highly recommend it as well. And if any of you have already played it upon launch, I would also recommend you go back and check it out because they have released a ton of Absolute additional ton. content for it. And I myself am probably going to go back and play it again just to check some of that stuff out. Um, so yeah, give it a give it a go. Yeah. Awesome. And stay confused. Nice. Stay confused, stay confused as always stay and apparently confused. They're, they're working on a sequel oh cool yeah it that says, is very uh, cool supposedly it's sometime next year but um i think that it's fair to say we would have heard about it probably by now more right. about it by now so maybe that's an old thing but uh, apparently yeah. the company has talked about making a sequel so that's yeah that's cool. cool hopefully it'll happen yeah, yeah, the the I mean that company that's their first you know big game, the Game Kitchen. So yeah. it was pretty much a tour de force for them for for a two D game. 
really oh, yeah. impressive as hell. So, oh my it's god, a big deal that they were a Spanish company too. There's, yeah, yeah, they they got a lot of um, a lot of acclaim for for specifically being a Spanish game. It's like you know, yeah. it made it on yeah. some lists for being like one of the best Spanish games of all time. Yeah, not a lot of Spanish devs that are uh, you know widely known. So that's super yeah, cool. pretty cool. Hell yeah! Uh, all right, awesome. We did it. We did. You did it. You're we here, did it, guys. You're hearing this, you also did it. In fact, yeah. I think you deserve celebration more than we do because and you stuck around. Yeah, just so, under two hours. So not. Bad. Yeah, just under it. So I will. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do the spiel now. <clears throat> All right, that wraps up the episode. If you haven't jumped ship by now, we certainly hope you enjoyed this week's journey over the treacherous waters of all the things that made growing up awesome. If you like what you heard, please hit the subscribe button and like us on Facebook and Twitter. As well as being a part of the Inebriate Podcast Network, Retro at Octopus is a full-fledged member of the Dorkening Podcast Network. So if you get a chance, please check out our sister shows like Epic Tales from the Sewers, Throwdown Thursday, Super Retro Throwback Reviews, The Amalga Files, Mostly Ghostly, and Geek Life HQ. For more information or to subscribe to us or any of these great shows, please visit thedorkening.com. And be sure, if you are a fan of delicious coffee that is worth dying for, check out our sponsors, Deadly Grounds Coffee. They are fantastic. You will not be upset. In fact, drink a big cup of coffee while you're driving your iconic vehicle thinking about playing Blasphemous. Do the whole thing. Do it. Make it. Make it so. I have been your host, 8-Bit Alchemy, and we will catch you next time.